Welcome to Innovate for Impact, an informative mini-series brought to you by Tanya Gomez Consulting. In this series, we embark on a journey to explore the remarkable innovations that are shaping the landscape of the NGIS for a more inclusive future. Join us as we uncover inspiring stories of visionary individuals, organisations and technologies that are revolutionising the way we approach disabilities. Hi, Storm. Welcome. Uh, today, we're talking to Storm Menzies about disruption in the beauty industry in as part of our innovation series for the disability sector. So Storm, take me through what you're doing in the space. Yeah, so look, I am on a mission to make beauty truly inclusive. So I've designed a range of makeup accessories, I'm calling them, that attach to makeup items that people already have at home that they love, that just makes makeup easier to use. Mm. Um, mainly for people with upper limb disabilities, that could be weakness, poor grip strength, tremors, anything like that. Because when you think about makeup, it's really finicky. And you need a lot of dexterity to be able to like, you know, pick up a mascara. You take like two fingers to do that. So I've created essentially grip aids that attach to makeup that you already have at home that you love to make it easier to use, to really include people in the makeup and beauty space. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's, that's really inspiring that a person as young as you would take the initiative to do something like that. Where, where did this idea come from and, and why is it that you're passionate about solving that problem? So I guess I'll start it back from birth. So um, I had a stroke when I was born that impacted the right side of my body. So I have general like numbness and really limited dexterity um, on the right side of my body. But honestly, it hasn't been a problem for most of my life. Like it um, crushed my dreams of being a dentist, which you need a lot of dexterity to be able to be a dentist. So other than that and having to play the trumpet left-handed, um, I really have had very little challenge in life because of that. But it wasn't until um, I'd hurt my dominant hand, my left hand, um, at the gym and I was getting ready to go out and I just couldn't hold anything. So I was like, oh, I'll just do it with my other hand. And I couldn't hold any makeup items with my right hand. And it never really dawned on me before because I'd always just done everything with my left hand. I'd adapted so well. But doing my makeup with my right hand was exhausting. Like it took so much concentration to be able to hold the products. I was dropping them. It looked terrible because I couldn't open or use them properly. So I kind of went down this rabbit hole of going, okay, surely there's a there's a solution to this like how do people who have far more difficulty than i do actually do their makeup so you know i went on to google nothing was coming up then i was looking at youtube and tiktok and watching these incredible people with disabilities have to adapt to the makeup products that they already have but they weren't working yeah you know they're they're talking about all the difficulties they have with opening a product mm. to applying a product, the exhaustion that happens because, you know, you need so much concentration when things aren't purpose built for you and you have to adapt to them. Yeah. It takes a lot of energy and effort. So, you know, I was, I just got me down this rabbit hole going, why isn't makeup mm. inclusive? Like, why isn't makeup accessible? So I kept looking for the solution. I couldn't find it. You know, yep. 
So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to find it. Mm. I'm gonna have to create the solution. Yeah, amazing. You need to be, be the change you need to see. And you've worked in the disability sector for quite some time. You've yeah. got formal qualifications. You've worked in multiple areas. Tell us about your experience working in the disability sector. So I guess I started in the disability sector during uni. I worked in out-of-home care and I worked in SIL placement and I loved it, but I thought it was just a job to, you know, get me through uni. I graduated uni, didn't really know where I was going. I the area that I studied, I didn't love like I thought I would. And I went traveling and it was when I got back, um, I was at the airport. My friend who was the team leader of support coordinators called me and she was like, I know you don't know what you want to do, but I think you'll love this. Just come give it a go. Mm. Like try out support coordination and then you can figure out what you want to do. And I was like, I need a job. I'll give it a go. And she was completely right. Mm. I loved it. I love problem solving and coordination is a lot of problem solving and advocacy and working with just the most amazing, beautiful people. And I just, I loved it. Like, I think there's so much magic in human connection. Yeah. So I, you know, made all these like beautiful connections with participants. I worked as a support coordinator and then a specialist support coordinator and currently, um, running another coordination company and larger business. So it's um, been a journey. Yeah, amazing. And what is the biggest challenge that you that you have seen working in, in disability? Um, and what other innovation would you like to see in the space? Oh gosh, I think people with disability face so many barriers in so many areas of life. And I think it just takes talking to the community and asking them, what are you, like, what problems are you having? How can we solve them? I think the more that you can connect with people and ask them, because they'll tell you, mm. like our world isn't set up for people with disability. You know, we've made, we've made a lot of change, but there's still so long, like so far to go. Even just, you know, outside when I was parking, there was a EV station, right? And the EV station had a barrier next to the charging port. And I was looking at it, I'm like, if you had a wheelchair, you couldn't actually access that. You couldn't get your wheelchair out to then charge your EV if you had one. But the people designing those probably go, oh, well, if you have a disability, you probably wouldn't have an EV, Yeah, which is not fair. Yeah. So I think there's so there's so far to go in the disability space. I think you just have to ask people with disability, how can we help? How do we solve the problems you're facing? Yeah. They'll tell you, and then we do that. We just have to have the interest yeah. and want to invest in people with disability. Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and taking me through your amazing innovation. It's, it's amazing, and I can't wait to see where you go from here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another enlightening episode of Innovate for Impact. Stay tuned for more thought-provoking conversations and innovative ideas that drive positive change within the NDIS space. Remember, together we're shaping a future where innovation and impact go hand in 